0: Listener supported. WNYC Studios.
1: Hey, Lulu here. Whether
2: we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get podcasts. Yes, let's do it. OMG, Jess, I have something really exciting to like kick things off with are you preggy no with michael fassbender's baby i wish it's something like even cooler than this that i just it? want to dig into real what quick is it? i'm scared it's really exciting you're literally gonna lose your mind what is it bono was named glamour man of the year
3: let me see this and yes, i sir. have the hard copy let me see this All right, ladies and gentlemen, so he's in Glamour magazine, okay, and it's a bunch of women, and then it's Bono showing his ass in sunglasses. He's cute. He's wearing all black. He's cute. And um, he's standing in a field. Cool. Is there something you want me to say to you about this? Well, it's
2: just very exciting because in the history of Glamour's Women of the Year Awards, he is the first man because of his, his work how did he win okay so he has this campaign called poverty is sexist and he's really trying to bring don't roll your eyes he's I didn't you did, I, I'm looking at you, and, okay, you just did it again, and he's talking about how, like, if we want true equality, men need to step the fuck up.
3: Damn, that's dope.
2: And help women out instead of being like, <laughs> wine." I he's love like, that. He's like, men, you do your fucking part to make things equal, take less.
3: Yeah, But that's okay. exciting news. Yeah, congrats to you and yours, Phoebe. Thank you. My husband is, you know, he's doing great. So what, you're going to just keep that magazine, or you're going to just keep it open and sit next to it on your couch?
2: <laughs> I do have a lot of uh, YouTube magazines. Do you really? Yes, I had to throw some out when I moved in with my ex, because I was like, "This is too much." Yeah, but I still have about four or five. Oh wow, it's really cool.
3: Well,
1: oh, that's my is cool. The
3: word you want to use? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Williams here. And it's Phoebe Lynn Robinson. And get ready for a brand new spanking-ass episode of Two Dope Queens, brought to you by WNYC Studios.
2: Ooh, Okay, you guys are not gonna like what I'm about to say. What? But here's the tea, squirrel friends. This is the last episode of the season. Wait, what
3: the... This is the last episode of the season? How?
2: Well, we do 12 eps per c's, and this is number 12. So... That's it. Like, school's out, babies. The semester's over. Figure out your summer plans. I mean, this is our second season. We fucking crushed it. The comics crushed it. The audience crushed it. It's time to drink some rose, break out the champers. (laughs) You know what? But we're going to back for a third season, so, like, don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, don't worry about it, y'all. And we're going to keep dropping hot-ass bonus episodes into your feed while you wait for next season. I'm so sad. Don't be sad. It's like everything good comes to an end. And then is reborn as something else. This is Buddhism. This is basically Buddhism. Do
3: you feel like our show's, like, Buddhism
2: personified? The Dalai Lams is, like, pretty much, like, I can retire now because Two Dub Queens is, like, hella Buddhist. <laughs>
3: That's fucked up. Anyway, <laughs> I think I'll join you for a glass of champagne Pan.
2: Cheers to us. Y'all, we got a killer lineup for you. I'm talking about Julia Rossi, Hannibal Burris, and Max Silvestri. Hold on to your spanks, babies. Let's get this party started,
3: y'all. Romantic lighting right. in like, here. I feel like everything's really dark. Like, I do. Like you know, we always it's joke. It's dark. Why is it so dark in here? Well, this is like how they do it in Hamilton, and you know where the Hamilton okay. of Brooklyn. Where, like Hamilton doesn't leave half the house lights on.
2: Okay, but also like we're like combined, we're still not Lin-Manuel Miranda. We're like
3: my. We're like on our way. You know, like you did come out with a pizza. I came out <laughs> with a glass that I thought was filled with rosé, and it wasn't. <laughs> This would never
2: happen never. on Hamilton. He's like, like working
3: on like Moana right now. Yeah,
2: like Lynn would not come out dripping fucking pizza grease on the stage.
3: To, like and be like, Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> you guys know what you're getting into when you buy the tickets. <laughs> show your hair. You should I show my little yeah, show hair? your hair. Show. so many split ends. No, this is
1: cute. And
3: my, when I was home, I was, like, in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And so I sat between my aunt's legs, and she, like, gave me two strand twists. Yeah. So now I look like Lil Yachty, the rapper. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love it. Oh. You're, like, your hair, like, the way you look right now is, like, you're in, like, a black film that's, like, yeah. set in college. And like, this is my college days. Like, Like, lessons will be learned. You know, (laughs) it's like, well, someone's dating outside their race for the first time. Whoa! And I'm
3: like, take me to your parents, (laughs) boy. Let me meet your parents. I love it. But yeah, I look like Lil Yachty. It's, it's like, this is a trend for like some young rappers. It's cute. I'm it's like, like a two-strand twist from Aunt Harriet. I... <laughs> so thank you, Aunt Harriet. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Aunt Hair Hair. Can I call her that? Yeah, she don't care. She doesn't okay. give a fuck. Okay, cool. My grandma recently passed away, so I went home. But yeah. she is like the one that, she was like obviously devastated because her mom passed away. But she's also somebody who will like hit on any young dudes around. Nice. Like, fearlessly. And it's like, yes, Khaleesi,
4: yes.
3: (laughs) Like, my uh, sister's, like, half-brother, who's not not related to us at all, came to my grandma's wake. And my aunt was, like, walking around. Like, she always razzes me and gives me a hard time. But I was talking to my sister's other brother. And she was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I ain't seen you since you was a kid. And she was like, You looking real good, son. Real good. And I was like, "On Harriet, we're at your mom's way. <laughs> oh my God. It rules. It fucking ruled. On hair hair. Gotta get it in. I yeah, mean, Yeah, dude, wherever you got to. I it's get like it. keep it moving. Let I, it fly. Yeah. <laughs> dude, love who you love. A a Do whatever but you sure. want. Let your cruise flag fly. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: The only other really funny thing about my grandma's funeral because it was like... (laughs) Excellent segue. There was like a couple funny things but like the main thing that was really funny was there was like so much old school family blackness coming back together that at my grandma's funeral they were like, all right, we just want to open up the room and if we need only four people, please keep it to one minute. If you want to just get up here and say something because we got a time constraint, we can only afford this. And so one of my cousins got up on stage, and he was like, "Look, um, really sad she passed away."
2: Okay. All right. That sounds <laughs> really like really sad, right? Like, that sounds suspect, this, right? So yeah, we're yeah, all yeah, yeah. just okay. like, okay, okay, gripping
3: our tights and stockings, like, what is gonna happen? Yeah. He was like, "But as y'all know, one of my f- really good friends and business partners." Oh. Um. Is a Shaolin master. And we were like, what? Oh my God. And I was just like, go on, like in between <laughs> tears. And he was like, y'all know I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> my grandmother.
2: Yeah.
3: And he was like, so if any of y'all want to get y'all health right, <laughs> meet me after the funeral. I'll be by my trunk of my car.
2: Oh, my God. And I will get
3: y'all some herbs. No. (laughs) And it was like, don't promote, like, your fucking Herbalife business. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? It was really funny. And my dad was, like, sort of keeping the whole funeral moving. Yeah, yeah. And my dad is, like, this big black guy, like, bodyguard kind of guy. Yeah. And you could just see him, like... Slowly moving (laughs) towards the microphone to like get my cousin off of the fucking mic. My dad was like, okay, okay, okay. And I was like, sorry, dad, but this is hilarious. (laughs) It's crazy, too, because he was like the one cousin who like celebrated Kwanzaa. So it was like tight. Yeah. Cool, I support you. But this, it was like just so off the goddamn rails. It was like, you know, lost your damn mind. all right we should yeah, get this show just, started like, we're like about to fucking go protest outside or something. Like <laughs> let's get this show started y'all ready we have so many so many great comics tonight and uh some cool shit we got going on yeah
2: i'm gonna bring up our next act she's very very funny she mm-hmm. has a hit podcast out called hopefully we don't break up please give it up for
3: julia, julia rossi
1: Wonderful. Do you all live in New York? Is this mostly in New York? Okay, cool. Yes. Uh, I've lived here like a, a little over 10 years now, and I'll say my, my favorite thing is probably that things are open late. That's always really nice, because a lot of times late at night, sometimes I'll get like a little ice cream at the deli, uh, and whenever I do that, I always make sure to also buy condoms so that nobody thinks that I'm lonely. <laughs> um <laughs> But this is the thing whenever I get the ice cream late at night the deli guy always says something smart he'll be like oh big plans and I'm like no okay it's fish food frozen yogurt I don't have big plans However when someone buys an assault rifle nothing right That's That's when you ask big plans I'm f- alone in eating ice cream someone buys an army weapon you say what the fuck are you doing with that Leave me alone. So I I get very overwhelmed with all the issues with the, the guns and sexism and racism and all that stuff. I mean, that's all you can. I feel like it's all I can do at times is just write tweets or I don't know how to help. And I don't want to be online so much. Like, it, it's overwhelming. Like, there's no more privacy online. You know, I love that banks still think that our mother's maiden names are good security passwords. <laughs> I could Google all of your mother's maiden names right now. If a bank really wants to protect my money, ask a question nobody knows the answer to. Like, what will make my father proud of me? You know, something that... (laughs) Nobody can figure out. I, uh... I I am proud, though. I feel like I've, I've definitely gotten better with the internet. I've been doing one thing I'm proud of on the internet less. I've been uh, not looking at my ex-husband's profile very much anymore. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, you guys know. But I, I do look at his new wife's profile almost every day. And I, uh, and her mom and her mom's friend and her mom's daughter. It's a weird hole that I've fallen into. But uh, her cousin is in some trouble. <laughs> no, but I know. Uh, I, I actually had the nicest divorce ever. I... Uh, right after I got divorced, I immediately started dating an unemployed ghost hunter. And, um, that is 100% true. Is anyone, is anyone here that? Is anyone cool? I, uh, what I learned from that was that, did you know you don't have to get into a relationship with everyone that you have sex with? You can just fuck them and not move in with them and their mom. Did you know that? You can just be independent. I didn't, I didn't know that. I, uh, I get attached. I don't know. I've never really been good at casual sex, which whenever I say that, I just imagine people in sweatpants humping just being like totes cash, you know? Because like here's the thing with casual sex and I don't want to speak for all straight women, but for me, sometimes I'll have casual sex with someone. We hook up. I have no feelings for them afterwards and it's great. I did it. But then other times I'll have casual sex with someone and I don't want to have feelings for them. But then their penis goes in my body. And it touches my heart. And I'm like, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, I love you so much. <laughs> like, the oxytocin and the chemical. And I just, you just came into my life, you know, like literally. And I don't, I don't want you to go, you know, just stay. I just. Send a text, you know, like, how do you not contact someone the next day? Like, I contact, like, whether it's sex or I had coffee with a friend, I always send a text the next day saying had so much fun, but my phone always autocorrects it to all caps, uh, please, please don't ever abandon me, you know, and it's like, (laughs) ah, phones, (laughs) right? They just, they know everything, (laughs) they just, uh... I'm in, a, I'm in a new relationship now and, uh, and he's wonderful. I've been trying to get him to talk dirty during sex but he's like, I love you. I'm like, stop, 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 stop for like a few minutes. Just stop. And uh, <laughs> he's like, what do you want me to say? I'm like, say something mean. I really don't feel comfortable. I'm like, say something mean. I really don't want him. I'm like, say something mean. He's like, you cry too much. And I'm like, oh my God.
4: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why you,
1: and then I have an orgasm and works every time I uh what's too much? I don't know I cry twice a week what's everyone's CPWs cries per week just throw out a number I'm at two because I went three two okay we got a three we got four okay three wins uh kind of I love to cry it is like taking like a shit out of your face it's such a relief feels so good it feels so if I could just do a 10 minute set of crying I would like I just love to cry I love it so much and I feel so bad for men because they're not encouraged to cry as much as well I guess it's a little different because we're in Brooklyn so guys here probably cry and write songs and you're just like oh let me get my guitar and weep you know but uh I don't know I guess I suffer from a little uh you know depression uh really it's my friends that suffer because they have to hear me talk about it all the time and uh i uh, i don't know i get i get anxious and upset you know like I, I just had a birthday like that was like overwhelming as a woman you know because like people will say to me like oh age ain't nothing but a number i'm like that affects your fertility you know like there's there's science okay like thanks for the bumper sticker but there's science and i I don't even know if I want kids, but I want the option to have them, and so right now my boyfriend and I, we just do the pull-out because whatever, and when he goes to uh, celebrate on my body, I, uh, I use baby wipes to clean it up, which feels too on the nose. You know what I mean? Like, it's, Literally, it's all over my face, but I... Uh, I, I like, I'm just wiping away my potential children. I'm like, goodbye, Samantha, you know. <laughs> See you later, Giovanni. <laughs> I'm just flushing the future down the toilet. I, uh... <laughs> Thank you so much. Give it up for Julia Rossi!
4: Everybody's got a story about a piece of music.
1: I thought this is the greatest thing I've ever heard.
4: It's about pure experience, pure connection, pure joy. This song allowed me to survive. I'm Terrence McKnight with a new season of The Open Ears Project. Every Monday in under 20 minutes, you'll hear a different guest share their story. So you can start your week on the right note. Listen wherever you get podcasts.
3: That's great. We, like, met a very cool, beautiful black lady last night, and it ruled. We met Solange last night, (laughs) We died. We died. Uh, Our buddy, Sashir Zameda, big friend of Two Dope Queens, wonderful comedian, and she's on SNL, but she invited us to go see Benedict Cumberbatch, because y'all know I was smashed. And... Benny because 'cause yeah. y'all know I was smashed. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was Benny so good. Benny Combs was super cute. Um, he was. He was like like, being funny, Like, you could tell he, like, loved being there, you know? Loved yeah. being there. He had fun. He had yeah. wigs. Yeah, he's,
2: like, very lean and, like, you know.
3: Muscular. eats a lot of
2: turkey jerk. I like, like that. Yeah. Um, what did you say? Turkey jerk. He makes a lot of, like, healthy choices. Um, Stop saying turkey, jerky turkey to jerk. Turkey jerk. You don't
3: like turkey jerk? I just don't like how much you say it to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was amazing. Beyonce was there just, like, singing along. And it was, like,
3: cute because, like... When Solange was up, we got to kind of go out, like, on the lower half of the stage. So the stage was right in front of us. And so Beyonce and Jay-Z were, like, very close to us. And I was, like, hyper aware of that. Like, I was, like, am I breathing correctly? I shouldn't fart. (laughs) And, like, Beyonce was, like, singing along. She was, like, mouthing everything. And Solange was fucking amazing and was doing these crazy dance moves. And then it was over. And, like, her whole family was just, like ah because like Miss Tina was there yeah it was
2: really cute and then uh, yeah we just did like pictures with her and then like video where we just told her that she was amazing she was like oh you guys stop in and And we were like like,
3: we'll never stop yeah we'll never stop you're
2: amazing
3: and we all like touched each other because we were taking a photo yeah and it was very much like you know the end of waiting to excel when they go to the freeze frame yeah and then they run the credits and it was like there comes a time
2: (laughs) And, like, we're all magically in silk pajamas. Like, it was just great. Shoo
3: <laughs> It was really fun.
2: Yeah, it was a super fun night. It was, like, a, a dream come true. And I told my parents about it today, and they were, like, they were, like, oh, my God, you're a celebrity. And I was, like, no, Solange is a celebrity. Dude, I stood we next were like to celebs. a celebrity. We
3: were, celebs last night. Yesterday, you flew into Austin Promoted on your New York... On Southwest. Dude, you gotta get to Austin. On Southwest. Southwest is the friendly airline. Don't dump on them.
2: <laughs> and you know what was so... I fucking hate flying Southwest because here's why. The, the, the plane's great. The snacks, fine. Um, the
3: snacks, popping. <laughs> the Wi-Fi, Have you always... ever said that in your life? <laughs> like, like any plane ride? Like the snacks, Pop it.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but
2: so every time I fly Southwest, I'm always like, I get like a, a medium price ticket, and then I show up, I'm like, yo, put me in priority A, pay the extra $40. I never pay so much up front, I like the right? moves. So I'm very savvy that way. No one else has figured gotta that out. You got to game the system, baby. Right. And every time I stay, I stay in the A group, I always get upgrades to. Uh, Priority A, one through five. I'm like, that's what I want. Right. First, every time I do this, there is always some white guy checking my motherfucking plane ticket, being like, are you sure you're in the right line? Yes, I am, bitch. This is... It's like... It's one of those things where it's like, we are all fucking flying Southwest. Like,
3: we are all like, doing we're not, it. We're not on Mark Cuban's, like, second private plane. <laughs> exactly. It's fucking Southwest. This isn't trying to get bottle service at the fucking
2: town. Yeah. And so every time, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, A group. And they're always like, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and I'm like... Fuck I'm like you. check check
3: every other white person's ticket first and then check mine. I recently like took a train. I took the Amtrak. Ooh, nice. And I got like a first class ticket on the Amtrak. Love it. And I was like, walking and like two white dudes with their dumbass roly ass backpacks and their suits got on first. And there was this like midwestern haircut sort of white lady checking tickets. She didn't check tickets for them. And then no. I get up there and she's like. <laughs> And I was like, yes, I am. So all she did was just, like, gesture to me and just go, huh? like, are you sure this is for and you? I was like, yes, bitch, this is Amtrak. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, the only difference here is I'm going to get, like, two bags of peanuts instead of yeah. one. As,
2: that's tried. insane. When I flew, I flew back, on my way back, I was uh, flying uh, American, I think, and so I get to my seat, and so I always get the window seat because I like to lean up and drool and sleep and that's my... And there was this white dude sitting in my seat and I was like, hey, hi, sorry. And like, as a woman, I'm still instinctually like apologizing for breathing. Um, I was like... It's like I was, what we're trained to do I'm like, like conditioning. I'm so sorry for being alive right now, but I yeah. pay for the seat. It's just conditioning. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> nobody's fault. It's just I'm conditioning. I'm so sorry I'm still breathing. And... <laughs> and I was like, this is my seat. And he goes, oh, you like, do you want the window seat? And I was like... wait oh you want the window seat
3: bitch I paid for it
2: So I was like, yeah, 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 no, that's the seat that I, I, I ordered. Yeah, I want that seat. And he was like, oh, no worries. Like, he's doing me a favor for getting the fuck out of my seat?
3: Man, the I patriarchy's can't. alive and it well. sucks, dude. Spirit of Satan. We love white dudes, though. <laughs> It's a complicated relationship. It is, honestly, because it's like... It's like every single time we, like, obviously go and kiss you, there's a little bit of half a flash of, like, oh, what about my ancestors? What about Southwest? <laughs> but we do it anyway. Yeah. We show up. Yeah.
2: So get the fuck out of my seat when you know that's not your he knew that wasn't his scene. he playing games with his stupid skate board and fuck that guy <laughs> fucking Tyler oh. I mean, fucking Tyler fuck. fucking Tyler dude. it's always
3: a Tyler to fucking make your day a little bit more boo-boo <laughs> should we do our thing yeah uh, yeah.
2: yeah let's bring out our, our next
3: guest we have uh, a very very special guest in the house tonight we- Y'all are gonna die. You guys are
2: literally gonna shit yourselves. Um, but yeah, the, the our special guest is—he's amazing. I mean, he's been on—you know—he uh, was a writer for SNL. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. he, Thirty Rock. Yes, he uh, was on Letterman. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an actor. He's hey. in the movie Neighbors. He's on Broad City. Yeah. Where he was. He, uh, you may know from his current tour, the Hannibal Montanable tour.
3: Please give it up for it's Hannibal
0: Burry! Oh. going well that felt that felt <laughs> nice. That nice
2: how are nice. you doing Hannibal I'm good I'm good congratulations on everything that's been going on with you you're just killing it right oh, now it's amazing you.
0: appreciate it thank you thanks a lot thanks a lot
2: yeah. So you're you're currently on the road right
0: now. I'm on the road, yeah. How is Touring.
2: that going? Is there a lot of snatch? You're just fucking <laughs> like flying at you? Like flying at you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: He was like, that's a pretty simple question. Yes. yes. Yeah.
0: A lot of, that's lot really of, exciting. A lot of empty sex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Of, yeah, it's weird, man.
2: So, what is it? Because we're we we're ladies, and sometimes mm. we take Tito Queens on the show, but like, I mean, on the road, but like when we're done, like in DC, no one's right. like, oh, we want to
0: fuck
3: you. We go and get like mozzarella sticks yeah. at TGI Fridays. Right. And nobody.
2: They're like, can we be friends? But yeah. I feel like with male comedians, it's like, gobble, 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 yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so, what is it like? Because that. <laughs> To transition into that phase of your career yeah. where it is easy, really to get easy. gobbled. Yeah, to yeah. Get go- <laughs> it's,
0: it's really uh, it's fascinating. It's tough to <laughs> it's tough to handle, especially if you have the emotional maturity of a
2: fifteen-year-old.
0: Uh, but I, I, I do uh, I do like the fuck and and they like a story, so we you know we help each other out. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool that any, it works out.
3: Any
2: interesting stories that you can share?
0: It was this i call girls like trying to take pictures of me while I'm sleeping <gasps> and shit.
2: Wait, po- post-coital? post coital yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
0: post-co- in the like, morning, co-coil. morning type shit. Like,
3: wow. What do you do? Like, yeah. you act like you're asleep? Do you just let it happen? No,
0: I grab her phone, delete the shit, and get her the fuck out of there. Oh. <laughs> You have to go. Good for you. I don't that's, feel safe around that's you.
2: That's crazy. That's a crazy violation of your space. Yeah, it sucks.
0: Yeah. yeah, so I just, uh, yeah. It's all sad. You ever been ashy on TV and regretted it?
3: Um, yes. I, yes. Yes, me yes, too. Absolutely. Yes. Like yeah. my ankles, yes. like, the bottom of your feet. On, yeah. They'll mm-hmm. like, throw on a sandal on mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And then they'll get me. Like sometimes the girls will come and just like, yeah. get you lotion. Yeah. But this right here, mm, that that gets away from me. And these, like in my in my hand, yeah. these little corners. Mm. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Were you
3: recently Ashy on TV? Really,
0: but I've had it happen. and I'm like, oh, this is bad. Yeah. Ashiness in the black community, it's like you mm. could. It's like killing a person. <laughs> <laughs> if you were Ashy on TV, you could have done something amazing. Oh, he got the Oscar. Yeah, he was Ashy though. He got the Oscar. <laughs> You should have asked Oscar for some lotion. (laughs) In my first special, in my first TV special, uh, Animal Furnace, I had a a button-up shirt on, but it was at the, rolled up at the sleeves. And then, I like it was just peeking out on my elbows, oh, Ash no. on the elbow, and I had to edit around that shit. I was like right, uh, <laughs> let's go with the close up again. Let's do the close up on that. Yep, close up. We should go wide right there now. Let's keep it. Let's keep a close up right there. <laughs> People need to see my shoulders and my face. Let's keep it all yeah. shoulders and face.
3: <laughs> yeah. My big thing is, I feel like there's so much vulnerability and ashiness Like with mm-hmm. intimacy, it's like if I'm ashy in front of you. Yeah. You know, that's really intimate for me. Oh,
0: yeah, you seeing the,
3: yeah. kind of the You're real. You seeing the real? Yeah, bit. like if
2: we, like if we, when we saw Beyonce on Saturday SNL, she was Ashy. I'd be like, we are the same person. Yeah. Right. We have yeah. accomplished the equal <laughs> amount of things in life. It takes you down. It takes her down it takes twenty-seven way down. rungs on the ladder. Uh-huh. I, uh, mm. I did a uh, Tavis Smiley recently, and I was wearing like a strappy heel. Yeah, and. Um, I didn't get, like, the bottom of my feet. Oh. So, you, so I know, and I was talking to Tav, and I was, he didn't notice, but I was like, I'm on a black TV it's show. It's, like, yeah.
3: so disrespectful to do that you on Tav. Yeah, I know. All. I fucked up. Like I, Conan, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But if,
0: <laughs> it's I just think it's not school. even about, it's just you can't be fully just chill mm. if you know you ask shit. You. can yeah. like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't be as creative. The thoughts don't flow the same. <laughs> I want to try to normalize ashiness, though, and like
3: I don't know how. I, I mean, don't... you gotta get you know some icons on board with it. Maybe pronto. you can be the trendsetter. Like
2: you could start this movement.
0: I, I, before, I don't know. Something about the airport makes me ashy.
2: <laughs>
0: like I'll put on lotion at my place or at the hotel, and then when I get to TSA, somehow I'm ashy all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? What the hell is happening? And then I, I have I had to dip back. And, and fall back a little bit and put lotion on because I don't want it the TSA to know me. they be like, Hannibal Bird's ashy than a motherfucker. So, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember that shit too. Yeah. Like you didn't yeah, he tip. He was
0: super ashy. Yeah, I saw him. <laughs> nice guy. <laughs> and nice then guy. Kind of cold. Very ashy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Hannibal, the next time you do this show you should just be like mad ashy. Even yeah, s- like it. on your face. you yeah. do it
0: can't do it. I haven't hit that part of my career yet.
3: <laughs>
0: Kevin Harkin tried to pull off Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> he has that power. I still mm. have to. I still once, have to you, climb.
3: once you get your tennis shoe, then that's for Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, what's been your favorite place that you've been to on the road? Like, you liked Australia? Weather. I like going,
0: I love going to New Orleans. I just like going anywhere where uh something to do after the show cuz I'm not one to just go to bed or go go back to the room so I like to go see music. New Orleans is a is a fun time. Also, I started DJing after my shows.
2: Nice. Well, you're a DJ now? That's awesome. I'm like,
0: well, I'm, uh, yeah. My, you know what my DJ name is? No, what, what is it? DJ Burger Feet.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What's D- the story? DJ Burger Feet?
0: DJ Burger Feet. Why?
2: Yeah. How, Why? How what was the the process of choosing names like what didn't make the cut
0: uh <laughs> i think i just went with burger feet right away It was it that was first choice you just impulse yeah we want my gut burger feet oh, i was because i got uh very ugly feet that look like kind of hamburger meat a little bit so <laughs> dj burger feet
3: i love the idea of you like dropping a hot track
0: and it's what? like dj Burk. DJ Burke. I, I got decent song selection, but I'm bad at blending. But oh. people tolerate it because they were they like my comedy or whatever, so they just they, <laughs> they act like the shit is really popular and shit.
3: <laughs> and you accept it so <laughs> like, Yeah, whatever.
0: This is fake, but it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's very stop and starting that shit.
3: So, yeah, so like does the track fade out on its own? Sometimes I, I got good <laughs> I got little tricks.
0: I got a couple tricks that I use now to get into a, a tr- I'll, you know, I'll hit that air horn about six times and then <laughs> and then I'll blend into a track off of that. <laughs> or uh, like if there's a part in the song where everybody sings that, that, that hook, I'll fade that out and, and everybody sing it. Then I'll bring in the other track off of that. <laughs> my, one of my favorite moves is just playing damn son to damn, damn son. Where to find this, but we, we play that over huge songs that everybody knows. Like, Britney Spears' Toxic. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. It's I just a fun hope,
2: time. I just hope there are, like, DJs out there, like, livid at you.
3: Yeah, this is, like, so disrespectful. Because they train for
2: years. Disrespectful. And Dis- you're just, like, air horning away, and you're uber successful. Yeah. <laughs> Listen,
0: air horn, I'm having fun trying to live my third best life. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah.
2: Like well, we got to we got to wrap up, but yeah. I want to want to get some words of wisdom from you Hannibal. Yeah? Yeah, you All right. you got you, you're so funny and you're so sweet and you're so supportive. Like a lot of you guys don't know this, but like you're very supportive of up and coming comics. I remember when I was like starting out, you like would throw me up on your show when I, you know, had like maybe four and a half jokes and you just were like but you just do that with a lot of comedians, especially those of color in New York, which is really nice is mm-hmm. they're not always shows for us. Um, so yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, but you've achieved so much like you've had a Netflix special you're on TV shows and like you're touring the country like yeah. what are some like words of wisdom you can leave Jess and I with
0: uh, just have fun have fun uh, save invest
2: Jesus Christ
0: yeah
2: wow Mm-hmm. All right, well, Hannibal, thank you for dropping yeah, by. Thank you all for coming. This is fun.
0: Thanks a lot.
3: Hannibal Buress everybody!
4: Music helps us celebrate, contemplate, cope, and connect. And we've got the stories to prove it. Join me. Terrence McKnight for the new season of the Open Ears Project, a podcast in which people tell us about the piece of classical music that has meant the most to them. That music might even wind up being meaningful for you. The Open Ears Project, listen now wherever you get podcasts.
2: acting super super funny you probably know him from his amazing show that used to be in brooklyn is now in la called big terrific and he's also been featured on nbc's the good place please get up for max
3: silvestri
4: keep it going for the people you really came to see how's it going guys what's up brooklyn Dope, good energy. Um, I am excited to be back. I lived here for nine years. I don't anymore. Uh, I'm staying in Brooklyn Heights this weekend, where I've never lived. Does anyone live in Brooklyn Heights? Yeah, I feel like you guys would be on a private jet somewhere if you lived in fucking Brooklyn Heights. I was walking behind these two young women talking, and uh, one of them said, you know, the problem is if you have a country house, you have to go to it every weekend. And I was like... That is the problem, and it's (laughs) very likable to say that out loud and let me overhear it. And, like, I was texting that to someone being like, I mean, that's like a cartoon of an overheard rich Brooklyn person, and then I was, like, getting coffee at this place across from my Airbnb, and this woman was talking about how she uh, is happy to let her nanny teach Portuguese to her son. And then she got, like, whispery voice. There was no one in the restaurant. And she was just like, but I just heard my son say, I don't want no cookies. And I had to sit her down and just have a talk about we don't use English. Th-. I was like, ah! I wanna, I wish I... the one moment I wish I had guns. Um, <laughs> you're garbage. Um, but you guys are great. <laughs> I, uh, it's also nice you guys to come out on a Sunday, uh, we're missing our shows, I love Westworld, are you guys into it? So good, so good. It takes place in the future, and there's a giant Wild West theme park, and, uh, rich people go there to just do whatever they want, so it's like if you're rich in the future and you want to have sex with a prostitute, but also shit in a bucket, uh, you go to Westworld because you don't have buckets in your house, or whatever, I don't know. And the point of the show and what I really like about it is that it's kind of this, like, morality thing of, like, people go to Westworld of, like, what sort of person would you be if you could do whatever you wanted? Like, it's the true test of a man or a woman to, like, find out who they are at Westworld. It's like, are you a good guy or are you a bad guy? Um, And it's a bummer for me personally to watch because I, like, know my own energy. And um, I would not be either a good guy or a bad guy that's not my vibe my vibe is more i'd be a very polite guest at westworld (laughs) i'm that sort of dude that like you know my my vibe is nice manners you know like i'd be the cowboy that always has chapstick um which isn't that fun i get why they don't film that for the show um (laughs) Like, even when I was a kid, I was the sort of, like, if I got invited to a sleepover, (laughs) my goal was to definitely make sure the mom liked me. (laughs) You know? Like, I... My priorities were off. I was an only child. My dad was older. I kind of was old-fashioned. Like, all the kids would be, like, 1130 at night in the dark in a circle, like, whispering, trying to, like, crowdsource how fingering works or whatever. (laughs) No, 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 no. I heard there's something you push or whatever they're talking about. And I would just like come up from my sleeping bag and like pull off my sleep mask and just be like, uh, guys, are your swatches broken? Because I'm pretty sure that Eric's mom said lights out at 11. And... Anyway, thanks for this adventure. I am uh, uncomfortable <laughs> with other straight... Males, so I don't have straight male friends. Their energy's weird. <laughs> um, maybe it's because I'm like Catholic, like Catholic guilt, self-loathing. Uh, I just do not um, think we need more than one of them in any place at one time. Um, and look, I'm an asshole. Like I want to be the one, but like anytime there's more, I'm just like, Ugh, I don't know how to navigate this. Like I don't know what they we want to talk about like my straight guy small talk is bananas like if my girlfriend sets up a double date with someone that i've known for a while and then like they disappear for a minute i just become like well (laughs) boo. I you know i you know (laughs) i'm so glad we have a second without these ladies around i'm so glad that like my partner and best friend is just somewhere else so that i can really just (laughs) connect with you because we're so similar but um (laughs) I have been meaning to... How long have you been the height you are now? Um, yeah, that's... You know, when did you stop growing? That's a normal question, right? Anyway, it's cool how your shoelaces are so tight. <laughs> I bet those shoes never fall off. Anyway, I just got a text message that says, um, I need to piss for the whole rest of the night, so goodbye. <laughs> I, uh, I live in L.A. now. Um, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I, I was worried living in New York for a long time that the food would be very bad um, and because the food in New York is so good do you guys like to eat? So chill you guys are so chill I do it every day but LA has like all the same type of stuff now I mean like the ethnic food in LA is like amazing and way better than you know Manhattan and Brooklyn but LA now has like it's a more de- it's true yeah whatever um <laughs> But the one thing that's not as good is like LA now has a lot of those like weird kind of fake, hip, white people, sort of fancy, kind of not restaurants that like we all go to and forget five seconds after we go. Like basically any city, I feel like if you're in Portland, Detroit, any city where there's at least 10 people under 20 who like work in social media, like any kind of city at that level has this sort of restaurant that all looks the same and they're all called like the Edison or Forage or... (laughs) crumb or whatever the (laughs) shit and you get there and everyone that works there just thinks there's no other restaurants like that and they're just like hey have you ever dined with us before and there's like so much mischief in their voice (laughs) we are one of a kind and whatever answer you give they don't care they're like actually two of us have but this is her first time they're like great doesn't matter why did i ask anyway would love to tell you a little about what we do here at the restaurant. So kind of our philosophy is we're all about taking ingredients and then preparing them and serving them. So that's sort of the organizing principle is we just let them speak for themselves except in cases when we don't. So it's complicated. Uh, yeah, the chef's sort of vision for the meal is that everyone spends about $80 but not be full, so that's kind of a good guiding principle. Uh, yeah, everything's kind of built to share, you know, uh, but in a way that makes no sense. So, like, you're five people. If you were to order this, this is great for sharing, but there's going to be three of them that come out, and they're impossible to cut. So we find the lowest common multiple of everything we serve you... I highly recommend this ravioli for the table. You'll have to cut it into 24 tiny pieces to make this be fair at all. But let me kind of explain how the menu works. I don't know if you've ever eaten at a restaurant. A menu is basically... It's a list of things you order, but ours is kind of a little different. It... uh Start small, uh, real small, like super tiny. Like it's one bite for a tiny little person, but it only costs $5, so it feels like it's a deal. And then it gets super big. We have a hamburger, though that's not our deal at all. But it feels like a deal because it's only $17, and that's ridiculous that you would pay that. And then we have two things that cost $200, and that's just kind of a funny joke among ourselves because why would you ever pay that much money for a pork chop? But just a heads up, it does... Take about 40 minutes for the kitchen to prepare that, Um, because there's, you know, 30 minutes to cook that large piece of meat, but 10 minutes where they all just laugh that anyone would spend that much (laughs) on something you could just cook at home. But yeah, I don't mean to tell you how to eat. Uh, A lot of people like to start with the shishito peppers, which are really great. They're fun. They're a fun thing to split if you like condoms filled with rock salt. So (laughs) just kind of do whatever you want. Um... My name's Mike, if you need anything, though my shift did just end, even though it's 6.30, and that's crazy, why would it end now? But a lot of other strangers will be out to be rude to you. Thank you so much for dining here. We only split cards two ways, and tip is included, but we also leave a line for tip to just kind of make that even more fraught. Whatever choice you make, you will feel bad. Anyway, thanks so much! Goodbye! All right, I'm Max Sylvester. Thank you guys very much! Give it up for Max Silvestri!
2: You just heard Max Silvestri, Hannibal Buress, and
3: Julia Razzi. This is our last episode, (laughs) y'all. But don't worry, we'll be back for season three. Mm. Yeah, we ain't going
2: anywhere. Two Dope Queens is produced by Joanna Saltaroff, Jim Poyant, Paula, well, you know, I want to take my time. This is the last outro. Aww, you guys, kick on some of that sensual music. Here we go. Tito Queens is produced by Joanna Salitaro, Jen Poiant, Paula Schumann, and Rachel Neal. Our team includes Joe Plourd. I'm still waiting for you, Joe. Matt, <laughs> wrap it the fuck up. Matt Boynton, Ed Haber. George Wellington Alex O'Rington Isaac Jones and Shinoa Estrada our theme music was composed by Jeff Broski and Jeff I'm also waiting for you
3: also like us on Facebook you can keep up with what we're up to when we're not making podcasts all the damn time and you can get tickets to live shows and other cool stuff totes and
2: rate us on iTunes let us know what you thought of the season and as always subscribe 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 one last thing baby I've got tickets on sale for two solo events, guys. Two. You can catch me at the Tomorrow Never Knows Festival in Chicago on Saturday, January 14th. Deep Dish Pizza. And at San Francisco Sketch Fest on Saturday, January 28th. Uh, what's San Francisco known for? Uh, oh, Rice and Hi, hi. So go to 2 and click on Upcoming Shows for Tickets. Thanks so much. Let's get them ticket sales. Okay, talk to you later. Love you, mean it, bye. All right, smell you later, poopsicles. And also, for the final time this season, YQY. Oh, fuck that. YQY. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fucking. Uh, who's the who's too
3: the close? Next. Me? I wonder if she can tell I'm getting hard right it's now. It's a crazy— It's, it's a wild so, premise. You would never put that song out right now because it it's would be obscene. It's so obscene. I'm going to play it right now <laughs> I because I listen to it three times a day. I wonder if she could tell I'm hard right now. <laughs> I'm going to play it again. I wonder if she could tell I'm
2: hard right Stop. God this is my clockwork
3: orange. Oh my god stop. Keep your eyes open. She I'm right now. I wonder if she can tell I'm getting hard right That's now. That's
2: crazy. Of
3: course she can. And we danced
2: to that in like middle school. Our parents allowed
3: that in elementary school. Oh <laughs> god.